tonight. We don't. Meek Sneak, what's up, man? One. Hey, player to player, the podcast. Uh, we're back on this lovely evening. Um, we got some guests that are coming in here soon. Me and Meek Sneak have started off tonight. Uh, Meek, what's going on with you, man? You having a good night? I'm always having a good night, man. Just sitting here chilling, drinking some uh, some red wine. Just about the mood. what you sipped it on tonight. <laughs> you know, I always got something in my hand, but no, I'm just drinking a red wine, a little uh, Morgan David Concord. What's your uh, what's your, your go to? Huh? What's your go to wine? Hello, can you hear us? Yeah, we can hear y'all. What's what's that? Okay. What's, yeah, we can hear y'all. But Big Steve, go ahead. What's what's your uh, what's your go to wine? Go to mine, you know that, bro. It's that Moscato, bro. That <laughs> Moscato. <laughs> oh, um, well, anyways, right to the episode. We have two guests on here. We have uh, Brianna and we have Travis, a uh, a couple from OKC. You what's know, up, what's up? Hey, uh, how long? How long have y'all been together? You want to answer that? <laughs> we've, been, uh, we've been together for two years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we got we got what's a couple on here for yeah, two years. That's what's up. So we got a little experience in here. So uh I guess let's just jump into it. Um what do you two think what what do y'all think t- uh what does it take to you know to make a great relationship? Or to make a relationship work? I think that's a better question. To make a relationship work. Communication for sure. Um I know that was that was a big thing that um, was different for me personally in this relationship from the jump. We've been very open and honest about our expectations of what we wanted and what we bring to the table. And then just, you know, keeping that that open communication throughout everything, even when it was hard conversations where like he's had to tell me some things about myself that, you know, I didn't really want to hear, but it helps me be a better person and vice versa. So, Okay. What about you, yeah. uh, Travis? Um, I'm looking for this note that I have. Um, gosh, my cousin told me it a long time ago. Um, and it's something, to be honest with you, I never really truly understood. <clears throat> but once I got into this relationship, um, I was really taken into uh, to advice because a little bit about myself, man, I, I'm, I'm divorced. I was with my uh, previous lady for seven years. And uh, so, you know, after I got divorced, you know, I, you know, I had to take a real self-reflection on, on why that, why that marriage failed. Um, and, and to be honest with you, it, it ultimately uh, fell upon my shoulders um, because here's, here's the, here's the deal for a relationship to work. Both parties have to understand that the man is the head of the house and, and the head of how what direction the couple is going to go. Right now, it's not in a it's not in a demeanor of authority of, hey, you're doing what I'm telling you because I'm the man. It's, it's a it's a partnership because both of you guys are there um, to be the best couple that you can be. Both of you go into a relationship with the best intentions. You know what I mean? You go into a relationship with the best intentions, like, man, I really hope this, this girl's the one. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I've listened to you guys, what you talked about. 
man, and, and it's kind of there at times, but then you're just like, man, she's missing something. Yeah. And so the thing that she's missing is is everything that another female had, right? You know, you you going mm-hmm. in your head like, man, this chick, she used to do this, and, and this chick did that really well. And so you are, you're putting her against 20 other females instead of appreciating what she does bring to the table. Mm. Um, and so that's a good point. And so that's, the, that's, that's the biggest part that's going to make the relationship work. Um, it's the guy's ideals and principles that sets that, that relationship. If you're going into that relationship, expecting her to be able to do everything another female did, you're setting up mm-hmm. a, a, a unmet expectation that's going to, at the end of the day, make you more upset that you got into a relationship in the first place. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you almost set her up to either be, like, your best friend or your trophy or, like, some type of ultimate possession or something that she just, you know that eventually she's going to fall short of being of being all that you desire. So, yeah, I definitely get that because I, I've done that so many times in different relationships, like, trying to, like, dang, man, like, man, she got A, B, C, and D, but she don't have E. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah. Uh, Meek, what's your thoughts on that? No, no, I mean, I think uh, with Bree hit on, first off, was the same, the same term that I use in almost all of our podcasts is communication. Yeah. I think communication is key in any relationship. I'm not not only a uh, relationship dealing with like your couple or whatever, but a, a employment wise, any any type of relationship. You know, if you don't understand what the other party is, where, where they're where they're at, where they're coming from, where they've been, um, mm-hmm. what you're trying to accomplish, then you're going to hit a brick road. And it's uh, that's why I really like what she said in terms of communication. Now, in terms of Travis, yeah, um, that's all spot on as well because you know we have touched on that as uh, in some of our earlier podcasts. Whereas, um, don't project your uh, don't project your your past relationships on me. Yeah, that's that's you know? right there, me. You know what I'm saying? That's. That's huge. That's yeah, what you're saying right there. Yeah, because yeah. A lot of people do that. You know what I'm saying? You get in a relationship because you get to that point of comfortability like, okay, now this is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? You're expecting you know, it, it really is unknowingly to you too. You know what I'm saying? You're not really like, oh, she's about to do this. You know what I'm saying? Or you yeah. know what I'm saying? It just, it just happens naturally that you're expecting It's not something. fair. Yeah, it's not fair at all. Um, I would say like one mistake that I made I think in like some of my past relationships was, you know, I used to tell some girls like, hey, let's not focus on the past. Let's focus on the present and the future. But the past was a big part of it. So by me trying to get them to ignore what had happened in the past and, and me failing to even understand what it went on to get them to this point where they're here trying to talk to me. I think that was a big mistake that I had made because I was yeah. like, well, to set up a good I really don't want. Yeah, I really don't want to hear about your past and everything. Like, hey, I'm all you need right now, and that just wasn't that was that was wrong from now, you know, from but you the know jump. What I'm that's, so that's the naivety and the, the boy in you. You know what I'm saying? The boy in you gonna yeah. do boy, boy things. So you yeah. can, you know what I'm saying? You could you could put, hey, I was 22 at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I was a child, exactly. I was a child in the mind who thought I was a man. But uh, well, once you get older, you realize like shit, that was really childish of me. You, you exactly. Know what I'm saying? So yeah, it happens. Maybe with- 
What you got? What you, you got a question, me? No, no, no. Um, I guess the next question I would ask you too is just like, um, you know, obviously communication is a big part of the relationship and everything, but what other things, uh, what other forms of communication or just what helps you guys get through your, you know, you guys have your ups, but you definitely have downs as well. So what helps you get through those rough patches? Man, that's a great question. Um, because there's been a couple of times where <laughs> Bree, I'm, I'm kidding you not, bro. I want to slam my head into a wall. <laughs> but I'm like, listen, you can't do that. Okay. You gotta, you gotta show her a better way. Right. So I give you an example of uh, mm-hmm. the first year we were dating. You know what I'm saying? I went into the attention of dating her already with the attention of marrying her. Like, I'm I'm 32, bro, so I ain't got no time to necessarily wait. Plus, I got a, a child that I want somebody that's in my life to be very influential, mm-hmm. influential on not only myself, but her. Uh, my son, sorry. Okay. But so, anyways, um, the first issue we had was the first year we started dating. Um, and it didn't seem big to her, but to me, I knew it was big. She got upset at me um, because well, hold on, time out. Let me let me slow down. Let me. I'm getting ahead of myself. So basically, I wanted her to hang out with my family, right? So she uh, was like making some type of excuse about this, that, and the third. But so what I did was instead of getting upset and getting angry at her, uh, when the time came out with me to hang out with her family, I hung out with her uncle, I hung out with her brother, I hung out with uh, her uh, grandmother's uh, boyfriend. And we was just back there chopping it up, talking. See, what I did there for her was show her, I led her to understand what I needed from her as well. You get what I mean? Most yeah. dudes mm-hmm. in that situation, when that, when that happens, will get upset and say, you know what? Nothing. It's, it's nothing. Never mind. But because I wanted to resolve the conflict that we were going to have about you not spending time with my family instead of me getting upset about why you're not doing it, I want you to see that I'm going out my way to, to do the same that I'm asking of you, asking of myself. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to tell. I'm not yeah. going to ask you to do something for me that I'm not going to do for you. So I think that's the biggest thing for uh, people to realize is that at the end of the day, bro, you're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for yeah. You're doing it for yourself. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and that's the selfish part that I've kind of flipped for myself is I just want her to see that I love her and I'm going to love her. Um, even through those mm-hmm. tough times, and that's something that's small. But at the end of the day, now you know what I'm saying we don't get we don't we don't argue about spending time with family because that's a that's a big yeah it's, thing. it's action yeah it's actions your actions you got to show that conduct like a lot of people think it's a whole bunch of wordplay and all the rest of that but you have to be able to follow through with uh, just about everything that you do in a relationship exactly. you know you can't just yeah hey we're gonna go on this cruise and then you don't deliver. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't set people yeah. up. What about you? What about you, Bree? What you think uh, helps y'all get through those rough patches? I would say um, we both have our own individual relationship with God, um, and and with mm-hmm. that, we've also um, kind of morphed our own like relationship with God within our couple or within our relationship. Um, and so I think that plays a big part in how we communicate and how we get through the hard times as well. Um, we went through, I mean, the fir- our first like six months of, of dating was like the hardest ever. And it wasn't even um, like us fighting against each other. It was just 
the, it was just life stuff that just kept happening to both of us at the same time. And um, it, it could have been easy for us to walk away from each other and be like, you know, it's just a lot going on. It's too much right mm-hmm. now. If y'all can hear a child in the background yelling, he's another and watching TV. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, so like during that time, what we did was we started praying together. We were doing devos on the Bible app together. Um, our our Facebook live that we do now about like Christian relationships that was in that time. That's when we birthed that idea and started working on that. And so now, like, whenever we do have issues or where, even if it's just, like, I'm having a bad day where I'm just, like, man, stuff is not going the way I need it to go or vice versa, we both can, um, you know, uplift each other in, um, like, positivity of what God's doing in our lives. And, and we pray together still constantly, and um, we'll send each other devos and do that together. So I think that's a big part of what helps us through, like, those hard times too is relying on God as well and having that that other person to um you know keep your faith accountable a little bit because sometimes you know life gets hard and you you get a little anxious and you need somebody there to yeah, keep, so you keep get, grounded. Yeah, you have someone there to be like, all right, what did we read yesterday? What what are we praying about? So that's a big thing for me. No, I got you. No, it's I agree with y'all 1,000%. Mick, you got anything different? Those are pre- two pretty solid answers in terms of, uh, one, they are in tune with their spirituality uh, yeah. to lead them in their relationship. Saying, as a man, he's trying to lead to show exactly um, what the, some of his expectations, and he's not just saying it, he's actually showing it. You know, and those are those are kind of those are traits that you really not gonna find in a in another man. As a matter of fact, I never even thought about doing that. You know, um, yeah. in terms of the question itself, I well, see, Travis is a is a divorcee. I'm a I'm a divorcee as well. My first first wife I was with her for we were together for ten years, and that's not, but. Obviously, there's a lot of ups and downs and what's not, but what got me through it, through all the rough patches and what's not, I just kind of focus on what we have, you know, just kind of focus on uh, what she brings to the table, how she makes me feel. And really, I mean, for me, at least, every all ill feelings, everything that I've been uh, that I've been concerned about, it kind of just dwindles away. You know, and that's as it, uh, and what I would end up happening is I just calm myself down and go go talk to her, and we just have a a nice conversation on what exactly transpired in that, and that's that's what got me through those through those things. But you, KG, you've had your shared relationships too. <laughs> um. I mean, I, it just goes back to just communicating and stuff and just trying to figure out. I, I would say for me, it was just having to sit down with the woman that I was with at that time and and um, and basically having a conversation about priorities, trying to rearrange our priorities, like what is more most important to us and what is going to make this relationship last. Is it spending time together? Is it do you need more attention? Um, you know, what is it? 
that I'm doing? Am I doing something wrong? Just being fully transparent and not being argumentative, but being able to take constructive criticism, being able to actually sit down and figure out, okay, where am I messing up? Because I don't think that it's you because although you've been distant, it's because I started it in the first place. So what am I doing wrong? Is there something that I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I hanging out with my friends too much or am I doing this and not giving you enough of my time? Because I know you work, I work, and this time that we get together is valuable. So please teach me or show me what I'm wrong, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that was the biggest thing for me was just kind of trying to take a step back and humble myself to be able to say, okay, um, I don't have all the answers and I'm actually in the wrong because I know that I've been kind of distant. I know I've been doing some things uh, that have kind of made you be like, what? You know what I'm saying? So just trying to take a step back like that. I will say um, real quick, um, it's really good to hear y'all saying, um, you know, everything about how you communicated with people because um, on the women's side of it, it's kind of a stereotype that women do all of the the communicating and men don't and I've really (laughs) I've really learned that with Travis because he when we first started dating and still now I mean I'm a little bit better but he's still a better communicator than me and um, one thing that we went to a couples retreat um, this past February and one thing that they did in one of the classes was talk about communication and they really broke it down for the women, um, like all this psychological stuff that I won't get into because it, it's long winded. But basically, they were like, women, when you're trying to communicate how you're feeling about a situation or something you need to talk about, you almost have to really grab hold of your emotions because our emotions get the best of us. And then we're rambling. And after so many words, mm-hmm. you guys stop listening because you guys have a it's it's a. A word uh, it's a word limit and it's a scientific fact that after a certain amount of words a man's brain is overloaded and they need time to decompress get it up. and so <laughs> I, can, and, I got i got some tech messages <laughs> right now and <laughs> so with, with that it's like you know a guy's been at work all day having to talk or do whatever and then they come home and you're just going off about all kinds of things. They're not hearing you and not really understanding what's going on. So like with us, uh, whenever there's something that either I'm just like talking about a lot or if it is a situation that is um, not necessarily an argument, but more serious conversation, there's been times where Travis is like, okay, I hear you, but your word limit like I, I can't take anymore and I'm just like okay I don't get upset I'm like all right we'll come back to it and I go do something else and then we come back to it later and talk about it and it's a, it's a much better conversation where we actually figure out things whereas instead of me sitting here just rambling about all my emotions and everything like that and he's but, not and, and then and then the next thing that she's not gonna tell you that she's gonna miss is is all the the, the bullcrap scenarios that she didn't contemplate in her head? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's a big <laughs> word that that she gonna skip over. But she, I, this called play to play, and we gonna keep it real. That that's that's yeah, that's, mm-hmm. gonna keep it real because yeah. a female is gonna get to to to, you start to fantasizing about other stuff about what, what that is not happen. there. That's not yes. there. So cut that, cut that at the, the key, like leave that alone. I think, I think the key thing 
that uh that Bree said was that sometimes she or or you know however many times she does it, but she'll you know get to a certain point where she wants to say something, she wants to hit it home, and wants to you know be able to drop the mic on that, but she'll walk away. You know, I was uh I watched a sermon the other day about that how they would talk about okay, it's just like when you're mad at somebody and you just want to, you know what I'm saying, you want to go off on them and let them know A, B, C, and D, everything that you had downloaded in your mind from months ago about what they, they, they've done, but you walk into another room or you walk somewhere, you pray about it, or you just gather yourself and you re-enter the situation and cooler heads prevail because your tone and your whole demeanor has changed because you went from being on a 10 to at least being around about a 4 or 5 now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it makes sense that the situation would be able to smooth over because you have two people who are actually taking time from the situation to let it breathe. I always thought that it would be best just to let everything out yeah, and put but, everything but, on the table you know and what? say, all right. Again, that goes back to the front thing that we were talking about. You know what I'm saying? That's, that starts with communication. And that's, yeah. that's something that we, uh, after, that con- after that conference, honestly, before that conference, I made her read a book that talked about that same thing. But going to that conference kind of drilled it home for us. Um, but going on like what you were saying, how people was hope would hold on to things from months back and months past, mm. that's that's again where I've told Bree, like, hey, I was like, hey babe, you know, don't bring stuff up that's happened two months ago because I'm gonna already forget about it. Once because this is this yeah. is all guys that I've told mm-hmm. them. I said you can ask any guy you want in America. I say, We gonna ask you, are you good? You you good with the argument? You okay? And you say, Yeah. We're gonna ask you again. Are don't, you good? Don't say, don't say I'm don't fine. Say I'm you're, not fine. fine. <laughs> you're not fine. Because if you say I'm good at yeah, that point, that's I'm everything that's that we've happened. I'm just like, get it out. One, yeah. Get it, get it all out. That's something that she said she's had to really work on. Um, because back in the day, she used to just, you know, just word vomit and go go in and, and, and go hard. But you know, as she got older and matured, you know, obviously she's learned to hate, you know. Uh, I want to make the relationship work and not not beat the man down with my my words and and women beat men down with words and so absolutely. Um, me, yeah. me, me, I tell told you, you I, I told you, me, I told you about these two. <laughs> I said, look, see when we when we started talking about bringing y'all on here, Meek was like, man, that could be messy because you know we asked some, cr- some crazy questions. KG, I said, nah, not with Bree. Bree ain't gonna get no. Uh, she ain't gonna get no wimp. She ain't make sense like that. Let me tell you, it's extremely refreshing to uh to hear someone reiterate some of the things that I've been kind of um the, that I've that I've that I've experienced. I yeah, thought that I like was crazy, bro. I thought that I like uh, yeah, just, just yeah, hell yeah, it. because <laughs> when my when my lady was tell would would come to me about some a situation that happened months ago. And I don't remember it, and she gets mad, and I'm like, "But we, if we hey, already we, talked, we talked about, about that months ago, when we were that, done, with man, that's done in that moment. Why, why are you coming back at me, especially when I'm man, on my game, when, when I'm, I'm doing right. something? I'm like, and what you know, are like, talk? And, and that's honestly, uh, that's what leads to divorce. That right there, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. That that harping shit, that harping shit. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what it is. Um, because you know, a lot of people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? And and after a while. And here's something that people don't realize, and a lot of black males ain't gonna talk about, but I'm here to, you know, shake up the, the narrative is that, you know, men, we are tough. We are tough. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get wrong. But at the same time and at the at the same point, yeah. we like to be taken care of and, and hear nice kind of words uh from from the label. Do I, do lady I not that say that? Want. 
do I not say that? Nick, you, you got you want him as a man, as a man, and that's what some women don't understand is that as a man, you, you want to be let vulnerable, you want to be open, point. you want to be open. Um, yeah, yeah. if you could do that, yeah, you want to you want to put the shield and the yeah. armor down. You want to put the you want to put the sword and the armor and all this stuff down and just be like, babe, look, I just I can't yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? But exactly, there's a, a certain level of trust that you, I guess, as a man, you have to try to get to. And by giving that trust, you have to, you know, set aside yeah, oh, your pride almost. Absolutely. Like when, all it comes, when it comes to your lady, bro, you got to put your pride aside because at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. like, Bree knows that I'm, I'm that dude. But at the same time, she's like, but you soft. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's, you know what I'm saying? At the point of, you know, I, I'm going to handle mine, just like as any woman should want her man to do. But a woman also is going to want a man mm-hmm. that's gentle. You know what I'm saying? And so we can't do that if you don't actually give us that opportunity. You gotta, you gotta have a safe place, uh, and like you said, uh, feel feel secure to be able to take off that. Order. I think exactly. And, and before we before we move on to the uh, to this to this next question, I got for you, for all of y'all. Um, I just want to. Uh, hopefully, what people are getting from this conversation so far, especially this this last part of this uh, second question, is this right here. Notice that nobody on here in their relationships. I know me because firsthand because I was I was there. You know he. I watched. I watched. I didn't. You know he didn't talk about it. Y'all two haven't said anything about going outside of the relationship seeking answers. Everything has already been is uh, the mm-hmm. answers are at home. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. think that's the thing. A lot of a lot of people out here. Bro. You know, yeah. They, you know I, I, I was over there. on that, bro, and, and mm-hmm. I, like I did that. You know what I'm saying? That's also part of, in my head, you know what I'm saying, reasons why my marriage didn't work, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I would try to communicate at home at first, you feel me? And I think every dude, I think every dude tries yeah. that, but again, like I said, we like we like kind words at times, and you know, you bring it up, when I try to bring up, hey, I would like this, that, and the other, in present time, here you is bringing up something, you know, a, a, a list of things that I've done wrong. Well, shit, I forgot about all those things. And my, yeah, and exactly. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I forgot about <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this now so mm-hmm. we can build that good road, so we can build a foundation now. Now I'm trying to settle, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. most females like to bring up what a guy did wrong in the past. And it's hard for us. It's hard for us yes. guys to want to continue to talk to that person in the house. So then we go and seek answers from outside hey. the house. We go talk to an old homegirl that we know dang well we shouldn't talk to. But hey, homegirl was easy to talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She always shot me straight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot her the text, like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. And my hey, what's up is like literally, I need help. <laughs> but hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Yeah, exactly. words is hey, what you doing? You trying to come over? You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 mm-hmm. about communicating again what you want in, in, in your in your relationship. And so if you can do that early on, mm-hmm. um, those mishaps and those roadblocks that like commonly happen in your past relationships those can now uh be free access and be open so you ain't got to worry about that um i know i know back in the day bro i i would not hand my phone to my lady at all at all no questions asked i'm not giving you my phone my phone is put face down we hear loud ain't nobody hear my phone go off that's how i used to be you know what i'm saying when i was a young cat but now you know what i'm saying like the other day you know what I'm saying? I was I had to go to the bathroom. I gave my I gave my lady my phone. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no second question. I'm not worried about ex texting me, you know what I'm saying? Or whoop, whoop, blah, blah, blah. 
You know what I'm saying? So it it all it all starts from the guy. If the guy's got his head on right and really wants to do things right, he's gonna do right by the lady as point blank period. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and see, um, another thing that uh that Travis just touched on as well is that once you once a female continues to try to build, I mean not build, but try to break down that try to break down her her dude by constantly bringing up the old stuff and 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 all the things that he's done in the past only thing that's going to happen that that suit of armor that the guy typically wears in a relationship he's going to put Absolutely. it up against you now so now you're going to you're going to be on the other side just as everyone else and once you're on the other side it's going to be hard as hell to come back on 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 the good side yeah. at least for and, me and, you know and that's you know <laughs> because you've been hurt in, in your past you've seen this real before exactly and females typically don't understand that men do get yeah. hurt as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's men just, do get it's hurt. just the real dude is going to admit that. You know what I'm saying? Them fake dudes like, nah, I ain't, I ain't gonna, you know, bull crap, bull crap. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was the next question you had? The next question is, I, I guess I, I want I want Bree to, to answer this one first. So, Bree, in your relationship – What's the one thing that you're scared of? The, like, what scares you the most? What scares me the most in our relationship? I mean, I would say, I mean, it's kind of not even really about our relationship per se, but just being that he is a black man, that scares me, for one. Um, just because being with a black man whether you are an african-american woman or of another race you have a responsibility that is different than any other race because go ahead preach (laughs) just with everything going on it's just it's (laughs) but it's a different responsibility because black men for whatever reason it is 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 the most hated of all people i don't care what anyone says um message and it's (laughs) there's so much power in you all and so i think that is why but anyways so that's that's a big thing to me because you guys that like you guys were just saying as you have to always be strong you guys are you take care of everything and you're you know all everything to everybody and for me and our relationship, I have to remember that, you know, there are going to be times that he's hurting, whether it's something that's happened to him or just things that are just not right, injustices in the world, whatever the case may be. Um, and so I understand that I have to be sometimes his shoulder to cry on for, you know, in metaphor terms but like I have to be his protector in a way too and just like his son he's a little black boy same thing and so for me I think my only fear in our relationship really is coming from outside of our relationship just the things that you know are happening in the world but far as our relationship I really don't have any fears um I've I've been in other relationships where I had those thoughts in the back of my head of, okay, what am I going to do if, if something was to happen and he cheated on me? But with our relationship, I really, I have not, 100% have not had that thought just because 
of the way that we have communicated from the jump and the way that he treats me, which goes along with what he said from the jump. And so, yeah, I don't really have any fears per se in our relationship. No relational fears. Well, what about you? I got no relational fears, bro. <laughs> he know I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying? It's funny though, because you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I know I got a beautiful lady. Um, and, and 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 that goes without saying um her appearance on the outside. I'm talking about the inside as well. But you know what I'm saying? A lot of dudes see it, you know what I'm saying, and they see her glow and they're like, dang, you know what I'm saying? Like she she pretty, like I'm about to ask her out. So I get a story every other day about, you know, this dude asked me out or this dude hit me up, or you know what I'm saying? I just I really just sit back and laugh. Um, I appreciate it. Um, I'm glad everybody knows my lady looks good. <laughs> um, but it's like it's like she said, man. My biggest fear that I got is you sometimes being a black dude walking out front of that front door. Uh, other than that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, so I just do what I can do. That's, that's like the hard thing is there. I mean, me, what's what you have? A, I mean, do you have any fear? My only fear, uh, in relationship, honestly, is boredom and boredom, and it's for me. Settling. Um, yeah, uh, boredom and settling. I mean, it kind of go hand in hand because um, if you're in a relationship and you already know, you already have second thoughts with this person from yeah, the jump. Get out of- chances yeah, are, like, like, exactly. It's, it's chances not- are, it's just it's it's just going to manifest itself. Yep, it's just going to manifest mm-hmm. itself. And it's just going to worsen, and. You're just you're just gonna be in a in an unhappy relationship, and it's just gonna spoil the whole the whole relationship yeah. experience. To be honest, so like like Travis just said, just get out of it. Um, and that's and that's my thing. It's like I try to be any girl that comes in my life, female comes in my life, whatever. I try to be uh there for her, even though in the back of my mind I'm like this 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 shit ain't gonna work. I know this yeah. ain't gonna work, but yeah. I still try to be there for her, you know, and. And that's chat to me. I'm childish in that in that aspect. I just need to tell her, look, you just need to go your way because this ain't happening. You know what I mean? That's why that's, that's, that's why I said it's boredom and settling. Because I, I'm what, I'm going to become bored. Bored in, bored in which way? Uh, to like, to be honest with you, bored like her conversations or, or sex or boredom or as in uh, yes yeah. uh, conversations <laughs> being around you. I got you. I got you, Travis. So. Check this out. So this is this is what this is some of the like the childish yeah. stuff that we used to do. So we would sit oh, around. And we would we would talk about this stuff like for real. Like we'd be playing two K. It didn't matter if Meek was in Wichita, I was in Stillwater or whatever. Where like at our colleges and stuff, or we was working. Meek would call me. We'd talk for about an hour, two hours, and, and we'd all we and we'd always end the conversation with like these rules that we would uh, we mm-hmm. would like you know just think about. I was saying. Meek would be like, you know what, man, even if you ain't going to be with the chick for the, for that long, even if you just going to, you know, hit and quit or you just going to, you know, see her for about a week or so and stop. So you still got to treat her like she the world, bro. You still got to make her feel good about herself. I was like, all right, that's cool. We used to make up rules like uh, we used to have things like in our like with our with our crew, like the rest of our crew. We had this whole thing about like, all right, what's the 2K stats? And we'd be like. So it'd be like body, conversation, head, sex overall. So we'd be like, uh, conversation was a 45, uh, head game was like an 83. I said sex game was probably about like a 95. And we just really be doing stuff like that. And 
they'd be like, so you going to keep her around? And it's like, man, our sex game was good. I'm like, yeah, but her conversation was a 49. I was like, bro, it was trash. Like, I can't talk to this girl. Like, it, she's so boring. And yeah, exactly. That's where boredom we, comes in. Yeah, and we would just, like, we would always go off of these lists. We'd have, you know, the 2K stats. We would have all these rules, and we just mm-hmm. would play the game by those rules. And it Y'all just created this, yeah, 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 this exactly. monster. You did what I said earlier. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. As they say, you put the pussy on the pedestal, bro. You, and, you, and you can't do that. And you can't yeah. put nobody on the pedestal because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that female, that person is going to make mistakes. And I think that's the biggest thing that people mess up when they go into relationships. They expect that person to be perfect for whatever reasons, um, whether it be mm-hmm. things, whether it be conversation, whether it be all those things need to be groomed. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no person, ain't no perfect person. There's only one person, yeah. person that walked this earth that could talk to you literally about any and everything and not bad or not. That was Jesus. But at the end of the day, um, Stacy ain't gonna be able to do it. Tracy ain't gonna be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, so that, you gotta. That was a, that was a big, yeah. that was a big thing for us. Was you know like, especially me. I would always tell me, guy like, bro, I ain't taking on no project, bro. If she ain't coming here right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't take on no. Pro- I can't take. I don't have time to mess with no project. I got. She has right. to come somewhat and complete. Where, where, and where are your deficiencies? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Where, what are you bringing? What are you bringing as and well? That's, you know what I'm saying? But that's, that's and that's also what, the negativity of, of a and that, young man. Yeah. We, th- we think we got everything. And that goes back. Yeah, that goes back to like our earlier episode, Mick, about the God complex. Like we, had, we mm-hmm. you know, I, I had built that up so much that I was feeling like, you know, you know, no, you get beside yourself. I got all my ducks in a row with all in, you know, in reality. No, I did not. I was just really immature and not thinking right. So it's one of those things where, you know, once I got older, I started challenging myself more to really, you know, okay, so I, I say I want to be a good Christian man, but would a good Christian man do this? And so when you start, you know, self-reflecting and everything, you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> I got I, I got to mm-hmm. clean it up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I got to clean it up. Go ahead. Um, it's big. Uh, okay, I guess uh, the next question is, is just like mm-hmm. – I guess since y'all said y'all really don't, you know, have any fears or anything, would you guys say that you finally, you feel like you found the person that you're the most secure that you've ever, you know, ever been with? Like you, you feel really secure with absolutely y'all relationship now. Um, I mean, it's uh, I won't go too long into our story, but we met um, actually on a dating app, but we didn't. <laughs> we didn't meet. I made him wait for for a minute before we actually went on our first date. But um, it was just some things that I needed to work out in myself before because I knew, like, okay, this dude is different. I don't want to like get into this and mess it up by being, you know, do doing the same things that obviously aren't working. Um, and so I, you know, waited a little bit. But when we finally reconnected. Um, I don't know. We went on that first date and it was just kind of like we just clicked. Um, we're both goofy. We just kind of our our conversation just kind of it just went in. And I think um, we both had been through some things in our life and with relationships and we just were both tired of just dating just to date. We were both like, hey, listen, I'm ready to, you know, be in something serious. I want to work 
work towards something if that's not what you want i'm cool with that like that's fine but that's not what i'm looking for but it just worked out that we both were looking for that and um i would say with him he is the first dude that i would say really puts me first and not in a like a selfish way where i feel like he's always got to be by me he can't be with friends nothing like that I don't care if he goes hanging out with friends or plays his game or anything like that, but he knows what's important to me and he cherishes those things as if they're important to him as well. Um, and so like, for instance, I have a dance studio and that's one of my, I mean, that's literally my love. Like I love teaching and everything like that. And when he came into the relationship, he knew that that was something that was important to me where I have dated other people and told them that and they're like oh that's cool and it's just like you know that's what she does but with Travis it was like it was recital time and he was there taking pictures for me helping put up sets just being present and I think that really um for me solidified how I felt about him was the fact that he um really wasn't just saying that like I was important to him but he was showing me through his actions and so I'd, I'd take that, you know, anywhere with me. And, that, yeah, I wouldn't change people for nothing. And he's my homie. We're, like, weird together and do weird stuff. <laughs> That's what's up. Charlie, That's what's up. What, man, what you got, I'm going to say the same, dude. And, and uh, you know, being a guy that's divorced, you're like, man, you had to like your wife and, and this, that, and the other. And, you know, there's times where in spurts, I think you like people um, and, and then eventually they get on your nerves and then you eventually like them again and then they eventually get on your nerves. And, you know, it's just like a roller coaster of emotions. And so um, with us, it's been constant. Mm-hmm. Man. It's been constant. Like, I mean, I think we get mad at each other for like five minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's never a prolonged upset and the upset. Then you kind of we kind of chuckle about it. So um, for me, man, it's, it's the best relationship I've ever been in just because I'm, I I am able to truly be myself. Um, I don't have to put on no any, you know, any mask. I don't have to fake or, or, or have a facade or anything, bro. Um, and I'll tell you all real quick, man, I don't cry in front of a lot of people uh, just because it's, it's something that, you know, my family, you know what I'm saying, what we went through at, when I was younger. Um, so I really don't cry that much. Uh, but uh, the day that Nipsey died, um, Nipsey Hustle, man, I cried like I, I cried like he was my brother. Yeah. I cried like I don't, you know, I don't know what it just hit me. Um, but as soon as I got through the door, bro, as soon as I got through the uh, door, bro, yeah. man, I just broke down and I fell. She was like, "What's wrong?" And I just couldn't, I quit, quit, I couldn't quit crying. And so I was so upset, you know what I'm saying? Because again, you know, what I'm saying just like the Mr. Floyd yeah. situation, again, I'm so upset and. Um, you know, to be able to actually be vulnerable, um, to be able to cry in front of my lady is something that I, I'm truly appreciative of because, like she said, you know what I'm saying? Like I said earlier, guys want to be sensitive, and, and I want to decompress that. I want to get that out because if I if I have to hold that in, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to end up exploding in a negative way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's why a lot of times guys blow up in arguments because we have so much bent up frustration and, 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 and emotion that we don't know how to properly express that you asked me about taking the trash out and it's more than that. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
So yeah, it me, trusts me. With it's me being that, able to be one hundred percent authentic myself in this relationship, bro, it's the best relationship I've ever been in. And it, and you know what I'm saying, and it, it's going to be that way just because we both put into what we want to get out of it. You know what I mean? We never stop working, and I think that's yeah. something that I tell a lot of my single friends because they're like. You know, my relationship started out good and then it just went south. And I'm like, well, what were you doing? And she was like, I wasn't doing anything. What he did was, and I'm like, well, that was the issue because you stopped working. It takes both It takes both sides working. Yeah. And I think, too, um, like Travis was saying about like being vulnerable, um, I, I feel like from a woman's point of view, a man cannot be vulnerable if they don't have a soft place to rest their head. And so on the women's side, we mm-hmm. have to learn how to be softer in a way when it comes to trying to get a man to open up because you can't sit there and get frustrated and be like, you need to open up with me. That's not going to make someone open up. Um, you have to be able to mm-hmm. listen, to understand, not listen to rebuttal. And I think that's a lot of issues as well as that with women, we always have something to say just because we're just talkative beings. That's just what we are. Um, but what I've had to really check myself on is when he's talking about something, whether we're in a disagreement or if he's just in a venting mode, I'm not listening so I can respond back something like I'm not sitting here like, listen, OK, this is what I'm going to say next. I'm listening and, and really hearing what he's saying so that I can understand where he's coming from and learn from, you know, his point of view of whatever we're talking about so that we can be better. So. So. Leek, you got a. Huh? <laughs> you got anything you wanna you wanna ask? I'm an open book, bro. You can ask uh, me no. everything. Yeah, you can. Oh. We've talked about a lot of stuff. So. No, well, no. What um, one thing I appreciate with you guys that I think our listeners um, are gonna like to hear. I mean, it's gonna uh, navigate it towards as well. Is that now with you guys? You have a sense of this. This is a solid relationship. What makes it so solid? is not the immediate attraction or anything like that is that you guys have a foundation and you build on your foundation and it continues to grow you know and mm-hmm. you know chris and i we've always talked about uh how important it is for your spirit your spirituality to be involved inside your relationship and you guys have found a way to not only um, balance that, but but make that make your spirituality blossom within your relationship together. And to me, that's beautiful because uh, and you've only been together for two years. That takes time to develop something that you guys have currently, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's impressive. It's 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 quite impressive. I'm once again, I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah. boy, I've been through some relationships. <laughs> and and so just hearing you guys talk about each other and whatever, mind you, right. people are good at putting on a front, but I don't sense that from you. You know, I sense that this that what you guys have is kind of genuine, and it, like I said, it is refreshing because 
now our listeners are not they're not only hearing the players aspect of things they're hearing things that actually work in a relationship you know and things that you guys are saying i i'm sure every guy would love to any guy or girl would love to have the those same foundations that you guys have Travis make me want to go uh, to, to my nine to five right now. And just be like, well, shoot, I'm ready to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, right, yeah. nah, I mean that that's something. I mean, like y'all's relationship. I'm not gonna call it goals. I'm not gonna be all cliche and everything. It just seems like it's authentic. Uh, <laughs> well, that too. But uh, no, nah, it just seems authentic or whatever. And it's something that. I never I think a lot of people will want to work work towards or whatever, and this stuff no. doesn't happen overnight. And you know, yeah, and, and like, I think the cool thing about it is because I, I you know, I know Bree, but like, it's two alphas there in the household right now. But y'all found a way to really bond and, and put egos and you, stuff you spoke, aside you really and, well and, on and that. try Thank to work for bringing that up. Media. What he said, baby, he said that there's two alphas in the house. Which there is, you know, and, you know, what I'm saying. But for the late, this is a this is a great non question that you just asked, bro. Tell him how if there is two alphas in the house and that we we coexist with one another. What is it? What you said that you do in the house? What do you mean about with the boss and the secretary? Oh, okay. Go ahead and explain. That. Okay, so this is my favorite thing to talk That's about. It, I, I, yeah, he, <laughs> I, he said a great I thing. Up, but I, this, I set up. Okay, but this is this is a great thing. So. So the way that I look at or the way that we look at relationships is like a company. So you want your company to be successful, right? You don't want it to just plummet. So you got the boss and you got the secretary. Now, uh-huh. So Bree, go ahead and explain. You said this boss and secretary. Everybody wants to know. We're dying to hear what you got. <laughs> so Y'all didn't hear any of it, did you? No, no mail. Oh, okay. All right. Let me restart. So, <laughs> y'all missed everything, but I'll <laughs> Okay. So, the boss and the secretary. So, you got a company, and um, in order for that company to run well and to be successful, it starts at the head. And so the boss, you know, they, they do take care of a lot of responsibility, whether it's signing off on finances or whatever kind of company it is. And a lot of people always look at the boss like they're the reason the company is doing so well because they are the top person. But without their secretary, they couldn't do the things that they, they do. The secretary keeps their calendar, makes sure that they're on time for their meetings, makes sure they're getting things done that need to be signed, when they need to be signed. They're also, you know, the administrative person making sure that, you know, spreadsheets are made, keeping track of everything going on within the company. And so the secretary really is just as important as the boss. It's just a different, um, you know, side of the responsibility. And so really the boss cannot run the company without the secretary and the secretary can't run the company without the boss. And it's the mm. same, it's the same thing in a relationship the man is the head, a.k.a. the boss, and the woman is the secretary or whatever your dynamic is. But for ours, that's how our relationship is. And so, yes, he's the head of our relationship. When we, when we make decisions, we make decisions together. But ultimately, I look to him as the head and, and really follow suit with him, um, just as God wrote in the Bible. And so 
with that, there's still um, parts where I am responsible for. So like, for instance, I'm the more organized one. So I make sure, you know, we have a calendar for our finances. I make sure everything is taken care of and I let him know, hey, I need this to pay for this or whatever the case may be. And so, yes, he is the head of our relationship per se, quote unquote, as the boss. But I just I have just as much responsibility as him as being, I guess, the second in command, if you want to say it like that. And so I think where people get it mixed mixed up is they think that only one person can be the head and one only one person can make the decisions. But really, in reality, both parties have responsibility that makes the company be successful it's just learning the dynamic and understanding where, what your role is and and the thing that she is not about being submissive like right is it you know what i mean like i never feel like he's bossing me around i never have that where i feel like oh i have to do what he says or whatever whatever he thinks that's what we think um it's it's not that kind of um submission at all it's more of a hey let's let's work this out together but at the end of the day what do you think is best for our family um and it just helps our dynamic um just as a family as well with you know his son roman it's just him knowing like our dynamic he treats me he gives me the same respect as he gives his father um but we we both know like when it comes down to the decisions that need to be made for this house we wait and make the decision together and I ultimately look to him for you know the final say on most things so that's what's up that's actually a pretty uh uh, it's a pretty basic concept for a more complex situation and I Mm -hmm. I like that and you keep it simple (laughs) yeah hell yeah and it's easy to understand I mean that's something you can go out and explain to anyone yeah, and I never even thought about it that way. So that's what's up. Like you guys, tonight's podcast, to be honest, has uh, enlightened me in many ways. Um, and that's why we like to have people on the show, just so we could we we like to learn too. <laughs> because yeah, both KG and I, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. At least I know I'm not perfect. KG might think he's perfect. <laughs> nah, <I'm not. laughs> but um, it just it's it's just it just I love to to add different dynamics to the show and, and, and different perspectives and all that kind of thing. Because at the end of the day, we're all, the, our, our ultimate goal is looking just to help people, making decisions on relationships and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, tonight alone, I feel, if, I feel as though I've already, I've already grown, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we're not saying that we had it perfect. We're not saying that, you know what I'm saying, that, we're the best couple out there at all. But what we are saying is that we both decided to be committed to one another. Um, and that's ultimately where that, just, you know, the, that good relationship starts. Like you said uh, earlier, Nico, we have a good foundation. Um, again, just something that we had in, in our minds of what we wanted. And those are, those, you know, those are ideals that like what we used to do with the 2K ratings that we really should be looking for. Like the things that truly matter. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, (laughs) yeah, I did the same thing, bro. I'm not saying that, you know, I didn't do it. I did that same thing. But, you know, at the same time, that's where I had to realize that all those, like, stupid little things that I did, bro, they didn't help me out at the end of the day. Like, I'm still over here upset because I'm 
I'm, I'm wanting a lady, but I don't have that lady. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. at the end of the day, I can't point the finger back at nobody but myself. So, um, yeah. you know, you guys are on the right path um, with with your growth. Um, I wanted to tell you guys that when I heard some of your podcasts, it's like, man, they're on the right path, bro. They're, they're right there. They're on the cusp. Um, and I know you guys will find that that right woman um, to fulfill all you guys' needs. Um, so you don't get bored, so you don't have to, you know, look at another female with lustful eyes and stuff like that. Um, you know, those are the things that we all want and strive for. So uh, I pray that you fellas get that for real. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Well, shoot. Hey, no, we thank you guys for uh, coming on with us, and uh, I can't wait to get this episode out uh, <laughs> for everybody to hear and everything. But, um, um, I think it'd be a poor taste if we just didn't tell everybody, like, you know, hey, not only stay woke, but just be safe out there and, um, you know, trust God more than you trust yourself in these in, in times like these right now because with this pandemic, with, you know, the George Ford situation, the Ahmed Arbery situation, there's a lot of craziness in this world. People are fickle these days. Absolutely. And um, you just got to be, I mean, I'd rather you be covered in the blood but at the same time, just just be safe and just be weary of, of what's going on and be independent, uh, you know, independent minded about things. Just because one situation happens in Wyoming or happens in California, it doesn't mean that that situation has to happen in Oklahoma or Texas. So, um, you know, with that being said, Meek, we always say. Play on, player. Play on, hey, player. Keep on playing. <laughs> <laughs>